0: The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider
1: Nation. Welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg. And happy birthday to our founder, the renegade, the great Mr. L. Davis. That and more here on show 409. Right, London calling, London calling the Raider Nation, that is. Okay, everybody who was on the fence about going to this game on 28th of September, get off your ass. Get a ticket, get over there, it's going to be epic. That's right, man, the Crusader Raider, the host of the most, is bringing over the Silver and Black. I'm telling you, those London airs don't know what's going to hit them. The Silver and Black are coming to town. Get your ass on a seat. Uh, Get on a plane and get on over there. There's a lot going to happen. The Raider Nation podcast will be in the house doing video. The Raider Nation will be rocking Europe (laughs) crazy. Check it out. There's a lot going on. Uh, There's a lot of events, too, so check this out. The SilverAndBlackUK.com website. There is everything you need to know every contact you should have for this trip. So book those flights and get on over there, folks. On a side note, on Facebook, there was revealed that Warren Sapp does not tip. Yes, the story has gone viral all over the Internet. Warren Sapp, for a $70 ticket, didn't leave anything but a note that said... Boys don't tip. Well, men do. And Warren Sapp, you were never a Raider anyway. That's a classless act, bro. Stand up. Or better yet, sit down. All right. On this show, we will have... The Raiders are going mad. No, I'm talking about Mad Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Great program. Interesting, though, I'll I'll tell you why I put this in the story <laughs> when I do it. A tale of two players. Yes, we're going to take a look at two players drafted by two different, um, well, cultures in the Raiders, Rolando McClown and Miles Burris. Just a reflection on those two players, who they are, and what happened with both these guys. And the last story, which I just can't stand it anymore. I know it's tough. There's no radar. There's no news. Actually, NFL news is really, really sparse. But for crying out loud, the greatest, the greatest quarterbacks, greatest teams, the greatest plays. Give me a freaking break! Who buys this crap? All that and the bone line. So stay tuned, man, because we got to. Roll out!
0: Roll out! Roll out!
1: Happy Fourth of July, rated nation. Our country, the way of life. God bless America. But really, more important. Happy birthday, Al Davis!
2: Al Davis, born 1929, died 2011. Eulogies written for the pro football pioneer asked a simple question. With all his accomplishments, how will Al Davis be remembered? Would it be as a young coaching genius As the commissioner who forced the NFL and AFL to merge? As the winner of three Lombardi trophies? As a leader in racial equality? Or was his greatest accomplishment
3: providing the NFL with a much-needed villain? If there's anything we've ever done that I'm particularly proud of, I I would have to say that the uh, perpetuation of the greatness of the Raiders to take a professional football team, and give it a distinct characteristic that's different from all others. The greatness of the Raiders.
2: Some may scoff, but what other pro sports team is instantly identified with a song like this one?
0: The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten, he wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black moustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold, and the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won.
2: What other team had more slogans than an ad
3: agency? Commitment to uh, excellence. There's a commitment to excellence, the greatest players. We could get the greatest coaches, the great games we've played in. The flame that would burn brightest here is the will to win. Is the will to win. Is the will to win. Your commitment to excellence and your will to win will endure forever. You were magnificent.
4: That was just his thing. He didn't have a marketing group come up with that for him.
1: Those were his phrases that he came up with that he believed it.
3: Just win. Play hard. Try not to make mistakes, but don't worry about mistakes because there's only one thing that counts, just win.
2: And what other team had an owner who saw his own wardrobe as a marketing opportunity?
3: His whole world was pretty black and white when it came to
1: fashion. It was silver and black or white and black and that's it. You know, he
3: he was colorblind, at least that's that's what we were told and that's what we always understood it to be they were really an advertisement for the Raiders and he really felt like when people saw him they needed to see the colors. I think he was so far ahead of his time that he branded a team and he built a a framework for the league to understand what branding was all about.
2: To know the Raiders is to know Al Davis. They were built and branded in his image and since his childhood in Brooklyn, that's all he ever wanted. Because as a young guy,
1: I had a dream. Yes, you all know, Al Day was born on the 4th of July, and a true patriot there could not have been. The guy was relentless in honoring the military and those who served this country. He is a great historian. The guy loved history. uh, He was a true tactician, along with the founder and owner of the Oakland Raiders, what a great history we have in Al Davis. Unlike other teams in the NFL, we have a mentor, we have we have an owner who not only owned the team, ran the team, managed the team, coached the team and the image of which the team became. Yes, Al Davis was a renegade, a maverick and you know, the inventor of things that changed the entire game of football. It's just the Raiders themselves. The history is tremendous. Other fans don't get it. You get it. I know you do. I mean, the vertical game, the bump and run, you know, the the attitude it takes to win this game, you know, whatever it takes to win, that is what Al Davis brought to the Raiders when he made the Raiders. So let's listen to a little bit of Al himself. It's always uh, great to hear his voice. Kind of miss the guy I know. Uh, Pretty crazy. Happy birthday, Al.
3: This community is the cradle of professional football. When our heroes of the past become all legends of the future and we all know time never really stops for the great ones. It reaches out and wraps them in a cloak of immortality. You know, it was in 1963 that it was on to Oakland. I was 33 years old, I was the head coach general manager, and I can remember attack, pressure, the vertical game, the bump and run, just win, baby, dominate, commitment to excellence, the famed silver and black, pro football's dynamic organization, take what you want, pride and poise, the reborn players, the Holy Roller, the miracles of George Blander, Ghost to the Post, the immaculate reception, the indestructible Jim Otto, George Blander, the greatest clutch player the game has ever known, Willie Brown, the magnificent cornerback, Gene Upshore, the only player who played the Super Bowl as a starter in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s, Ted Hendricks, the consummate linebacker, Fred Blitnikoff isn't with us today. He's a coach for the Raiders. 14 years, and I don't have to tell you about his artistry. And of course, the magnificent Art Shell, the giant head coach of the Raiders today. Tom Flores, a star player who coaches the two Super Bowls. You throw in Al Davis, and you've had as diverse a group as you could find in this world. And yet, it was a common bond. They played for the organization. They wanted to win for the organization. They loved their organization. And most of all, they loved each other. And to the people and the community in Oakland, we're proud to represent you and we intend to hold it.
1: Oakland Raiders have gone mad. <laughs> In a good way.
0: I'm going slightly mad. I'm going slightly mad. It finally happened, happened. It
5: finally
1: happened. While listening to Sirius Radio, an interesting note had come up about Mothers Against Drug Driving and the Oakland Raiders. Interesting story because the Raiders were trying to do something good. They were trying to do something that was right, and that's how we roll. And the NFL took a total spin to give us a kick in the teeth. (laughs) I think it's funny. I mean, it doesn't hurt. I don't care. They can hate us all they want, but Mothers Against Drunk Driving program uh, be my designated driver targeted at NFL franchises and the stadiums and the fans that go and enjoy the, the tailgate uh, so that they have an opportunity to drive home safely. There's someone in their tailgate or there's designated drivers in the stadium that will, will drive you home. I think that's a great idea. And guess what? The Raiders were one of the very first franchises to buy into this program. And there was another team I might have been the Titans. But, you know, it very quickly went across the NFL, started in 2011. <laughs> and so the Bills, the Bears, the Bronco the Chargers, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Titans, and the Raiders were one of the founding clubs that actually bought into this team. And in the interview with the NFL, oh, my gosh, it just pisses me off. The guys on the NFL were asking this person from Mad about, well, why do you think the Raiders were one of the first teams to buy in? Do you think it was because of their fan base? (laughs) You know what, man? Come on, man. You know what? That is blatantly ignorant. I just don't get it. Here's a team trying to do the right thing, and the NFL... And all those guys there, I mean, that whole group (laughs) that hate us, and I don't give a crap, really. It's just blatant hatred. And I just think that when you see something like that, you got to call it out. If you hear something like that, you got to call it out. So don't let these things pass up because I guarantee you, once we start to win, all this buffoonery will be a thing of the past. And that is all I have to say. About that. Now, let's take a look at a tale of two players. With the eighth pick in the 2010
6: NFL Draft, the Oakland Raiders select Rolando McClain,
1: linebacker, Alabama. He's a heck of a player. Two linebackers. One, kind of an unsung hero type. The other, a star. Alabama's. Man on the go, <laughs> Rolando McClain and Miles Burris. Miles Burris being picked up in the fourth round. Rolando, our first pick of the first round. Amazing the difference their careers and the direction their lives have taken. Now, we all know what happened to Rolando McLean. He started having some issues, health issues. He started out pretty good, but then it just seemed to me as a fan and a fan of football, that he lost his desire to play football. He was more interested in going out and playing with his buddies and not taking care of business and certainly not living up to his expectations as a first-round pick for the Oakland Raiders. And eventually, he left the team. Didn't make it on the team because he didn't have the heart to do so. Now, since then, he has... Tried to come back on the Baltimore Ravens and didn't make camp even. You know, and then, and then he sounded defeated again. He retired again. I'm retiring. If there were three first round picks this past April, a couple of weeks ago, that are older than Rolando McClain. Ian Rappaport, he's retiring at
7: at twenty-three? Yeah, and you know, When you look at Rolando McLean's career, there's a lot of things, Andrew, that make you go, really, I covered him at the University of Alabama, a brilliant player, one of the smartest people I've ever covered, and also one of the strangest. Consider, before the Raiders drafted him during that pre-draft process, he told them he didn't want to go out to Oakland, did not want to play on the West Coast. They drafted him anyway. He's also the same player who met with the Ravens, heard the expectations from them, and then got arrested a couple days after. And you look at it money-wise, of course it's a strange decision. He did make $22 million from the Raiders, recently bought a house in Madison, Alabama, that I understand he paid for up front. So maybe uh, he is set financially. As far as the Ravens, though, by the way, uh, he simply called the Ravens and told them he was retiring no explanation. I'm going home. I'm going home. They still aren't sure. They gave him a $700,000 contract for one year. No guaranteed money. They didn't pay him a dime.
1: And now he is a Dallas Cowboy who has bought the rights to his contract. Who knows? He's only 24 years old. Uh,
7: another linebacker, one who we thought had retired, is now with your old team, the Cowboys, Rolando McClain, former eighth overall pick back in 2010. Why is he coming back?
1: I think in, in Darren mentioned it, Sean Lee's injury. I think he sees an opportunity. I don't think he saw the same opportunity in
0: Baltimore. Remember, he's now retired twice, come out of retirement twice. Bottom line is he's going to get an opportunity. Remember this, Jabe. He's only 24, turns 25 in two weeks. He keeps his
3: head on straight, does what he's supposed to. Now he's got to get in shape. Remember the Ravens, he was not in shape when he went into his
0: OTAs. But if he's in shape, he'll get a chance to play this season.
7: All right, we don't have to remind you this, Darren, but the Cowboys... <laughs> they allowed the third most yep. yards in NFL history last season. What have they done to address the defensive issues?
4: Oh, they brought in Henry Melton, uh, Ter- Terrell McClain. McClain, now they're bringing in the other McLean. They're bringing in some guys to uh, fill the void as far as depth-wise on their football team. Listen, right now, they're not the same team defensively. I think the Cowboys are looking at it this way. Offensively, we're going to have to be productive. Offensive line is strong. We're going to run the ball up a lot more than what they did last year and not put the onus on the defense offense always have to capitalize in the fourth quarter
1: but here's a guy that made it to the nfl in a first round pick and look i'm talking about his attitude then you have a complete opposite player in miles burris the fourth round selection out of san diego state this guy clark kent is what i called him when i first interviewed him okay here we are with miles burris linebacker rookie year at the oakland raiders uh, from San Diego State. Um, how are you feeling about the Raiders so far?
4: Feeling great. I'm, uh, I'm blessed to be here and, and getting a lot of reps right now and uh, just learning every day and, and trying to get better every day.
1: Yeah, day. I've seen you've been with the first team as well. That's uh, quite an honor to come in and get that.
4: Yeah, I, I kind of had to get bumped up because Curry's out right now, and um, he's rehabbing, but I'm sure he'll be back real soon. And he's uh, he's actually been doing a, a great job of coaching the guys up, and especially me and uh, being a rookie in there and making some mistakes. And uh, he's helping me and uh, realizing what those are. And, and so the coaches are doing a great job and just getting me lined up. And uh, it's it's just fun to be out there and flying around silver and black. Yeah, for those
1: of us who don't know, check this man out on YouTube. The, some of those insane uh, tackles, uh Catching the guy, <laughs> credible angles, a great linebacker. I was so happy when you got drafted, I can't even tell you. Oh, appreciate it. Okay, and you were a great student, a good character. You know, I'm, I'm calling you uh, Clark Kent. I just want you to know that because you're Superman. Uh, 31, I think, reps at the Combine.
4: Yeah, I did 34. They took a few away at the end.
1: Uh, welcome to the Oakland Raiders we're expecting a lot more from you I'm sure um, and what I just have to say is you got to get meaner and nastier what is your motivation to get that guy what is their motivation what do you find what do you what do you think about when you're ready to get somebody
4: honestly one of the big uh focuses for me is just going as hard as I can on every play and you know a lot of times you get tired in there but especially when when game time hits you just you got to go as hard as you can every single play and just have a laser focus on what your job is on that certain play and so if the ball is going away from you you, you chase the ball as hard as you can and you make a lot of plays um, that you shouldn't make otherwise if you just play as hard as you can.
1: That is great philosophy. I appreciate your time. I know you're tired just after camp. Thank you so much. We're looking for some great stuff out of you, young man. Thank you. Uh, it. I call you Roma now. Rom- Romo 2 because I know you got it in you. <laughs> appreciate it. So welcome it. to the Raiders. The Raider Nation is glad to see you here. Glad to be here. Right on. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Miles, I appreciate it. Personality like steel. Squeaky clean is what I'd like to say. What a gentleman. You know, an honor to know the kid. The guy was on his way, too. His first year, one and a half sacks, 96 tackles before he got injured his knee. And he's been playing football since he was little. Here we are with lovely Donna and Veronica, and you'll never guess, they are great fans of our favorite player of last year's rookie class, Miles the Beast superman burris. Uh, burris and uh well how do you uh relate to mr mr burris
8: i'm his mommy
1: the mother He's of miles my Burris, <laughs> my
8: third one the smallest <laughs>
1: by far not the the littlest i'm sure right now uh when he got drafted by the raiders uh where were you guys at what was the, the atmosphere during the draft for you guys as a family?
8: Well, um, I've always been a diehard Raider fan and when we got that call I just freaked out. I just went screaming through the house like a mad woman yeah. <laughs> and Reggie McKenzie said, this is a great day for your family, I can tell.
1: Okay. Well, of course, Reggie McKenzie being of course a Raider too. Uh, Veronica, tell me, well, tell me a little bit about yourself. How'd you become Raider Nation?
8: I've
9: been a Raider fan probably since I've been about 8 or 9 years old. Um, it's just it's something in my family and we've I've continued that I'll be forty next year and I'm a die hard raider fan. I sit in the black hole and I had the pleasure to meet Donna one day walking through the Coliseum and I invited her to our tailgates um, from the black hole to Raider Rasa and she's been with us ever since. What a last
1: year. What a great relationship. You guys have a kind of a chemistry here. It's pretty cool. It like sisters. Oh yeah, right? she's, my she's my sister. My uh, she's my girl. You see what happens here, it's what happens in the Raider Nation. So tell us a little bit about Miles that you know people might not know. Okay, Miles is coming out, partner.
8: He loves to dance. He's a really good dancer. (laughs) Uh, He can be very goofy. He looks all business, but he has got personality plus, and he's a great singer. And he's a great singer.
1: Uh, And I already knew this, but you can uh, reiterate this. Uh, His personality in the locker room, what do you think it's going to be like?
8: Well, he kind of says it's all business right now, but I think he's going to loosen up a little bit. Rookie year is pretty tough because you have to go through all your college games, get a, a rep, work for the Combine, work for Pro Day, and then do all this without any rest. And then he played every game, so he's all business.
1: He does seem to be all business. That's why we call him... Clark Kent, Miles the Burris, <laughs> the Superman, beast. and listen—he is a beast. We love him. Thank trust you. me, the whole Raider Nation thank loves you. Miles. Uh, we knew he was going to be quite a, a a guy, a good player out of San Diego State. Uh, seen his film, you know, we I, we already told him this, but thank you for letting him come
8: Are you to our
1: lovely so Raider excited. team. Uh, and see, this is good. this is Raider Nation blood right through Miles Burris. And trust me. Uh, his family's killer, awesome.
8: Uh, Mom, obviously. Well, I attribute it to my father's Portuguese blood. He's strong. And Miles is very strong.
1: Ask anybody he's run into on the field. This kid has a no-quit attitude. Uh, I love football attitude. And if you look at both these players, even on their interviews when they were just drafted, it is an amazing difference on the excitement And the future, you could see it on both these guys, what was going to happen. It's amazing how it turns out. And it's good that we have Khalil Mack there too, C.O. Moore. Our linebacking core is becoming the beast of the silver and black. I think that improvement on the defense has no no doubt that it's going to happen. And I'm just glad Miles is here. And I'm glad Rolando is gone. And that's the dichotomy that we got here in the NFL. Just goes to show you that what what counts, I think, more than anything, is the will, like Al Davis said. And the will to win is definitely in Miles Burris. And that is all I have to say about that. Don't. Okay, and the best quarterback don't, in the don't, history don't of mankind is, Suckers come He's on, devil.
2: man, so I, know,
0: what they I say don't believe the hype, they claim claiming I'm a criminal, but now I wonder how, some people
1: never know, the enemy could be the friend's guardian, I'm now a hooligan, I rock the party and don't, don't believe, don't believe the hype. Yeah, the best running backs, the best wide receivers, every, the best combination of running back wide receivers, the best combination of uh, receivers and quarterbacks, the best, the best, the top 100, the top 10, the top 5, the top 3. I mean, come on, man. I know it is the offseason. Perhaps the NFL should just take and, l- and shorten their shows <laughs> to the information they get because let me tell you, to tell me who the top 100 players are in the league, are you kidding me? Uh, is that, like, a reality? How about the best quarterback of all time? Let's argue about that forever because all these best ofs are, are bullshit as well as because there's no way. As a Raider fan, I think our players of the past, there's a couple guys now that are really, really good, they're the best, they're the top 100 players. But the Raiders never got, well, we don't have anybody in the top 100. I don't think. We might. Oh, yeah. Janikowski's in the top 100. We don't have any. <laughs> you know, they they take great delight and say, oh, the Raiders don't have any of the top 10 receivers. They don't have any of the top 10 running backs. No, we haven't been winning lately. Does that make any sense? Hello? Of course we don't. But neither do the Jaguars. Or, you know, there's a couple other teams out there that are struggling. Definitely. How about the Rams? How about... No, that's that's okay. Pick on us. I like it. Please do. Continue to do so because it'll be so much sweeter when we change the dynamic of the NFL by kicking some ass. <laughs> but anyway, I just have to voice this frustration with the top this, the top five, the top one... Come on, man. There's just no way. So NFL Network, man, you guys are really hard up for news. I can see it, and so could everybody else. Good thing it's summertime; you don't have to pay too much attention. But the Raiders, they're looking good, man. I'm telling you right now, they're looking damn good. Side
7: of the bone.
1: All right, it's time for the Bone Line, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. Yes, the Bone Line is open, so get on there and give us a call. Call us from the beach, call us from your boat, call us from wherever you're having a good time, you get a thought, you want to share with the Red Nation, you know what I'm saying, so get on it, let's hear it, Randy's doing a great job with it. So, who's first? And our first caller is Raider Jesse James out of Dallas, Texas. What's up, man?
9: Hey, Raider Nation. This is Raider Jesse James out of Dallas, Texas. Uh, Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Hope you guys are having a great summer along with everybody else. Enjoy the good times, cooking out and all that. We're going to make it short and sweet asked Raider Nation out there that when Matt Schaub goes on the field and if he, uh, you know, it comes down to the point where he's throwing a pick, let's not boo this, this guy that's coming in here and, uh, try to better his career. or whatnot. we have more class in the Texans. Let's give this guy a chance. Let's, let's not do this, this first time, you know, let's boo him out until, you know, get his confidence out or whatnot. Let's not do that. Let's, uh, let's do this the right way and uh, let's have some class. That's all I ask from you guys. Um, You know, let's let's just move forward from it. That's it, man. Y'all enjoy the rest of your summer. Y'all be
1: safe. And if you drink, drink
9: responsibly, you know what it is, Raider nation.
1: I'm out. Very well said. I couldn't agree more. We've got to give a quarterback some chances. Uh, We'll see what happens. I don't think we're going to have those problems, but, you know, I, I don't want to have that happen either. I cannot stand when we start booing people unless they deserve it. Like after Jamarcus started to, you know, really fumble around, yeah, I think he deserved it. But not the first game. We got to give Matt Schaub a chance. We got to give the whole team a chance, bro. You know what I'm saying. Let's rate her up on this. Very true. Thanks for the call, brother. Now our next caller, Raider Jakes from Conrad, Montana. Now, (laughs) I love this guy. He's a true Raider fan. He's bleeding silver and black. Check him out.
6: Raider Greg, Raider Jakes, uh, calling from Conrad, Montana. Hey, Raider Greg, yeah, I, uh, I can't access the Internet except from the library. And I have not been able to listen to the podcast on the telephone. It looks like your phone number, 495-36310, uh, uh, is no longer in service. So I, I guess I have no way to listen to the podcast except coming to the library. So I don't know. It's a sad, sad deal for me, I guess. Uh, but, you know, I still love the Raiders. Uh, you know, when you lose your Raider, tell I die, Raider, Greg. I, I know you're going to be way too busy uh, if you do come up with a phone number to text you to this phone, but, uh, I, I, I can understand that and give my regards to the Raider Nation and to Raider, uh, Randy and go Raiders. We're looking forward to the new season. I hope we can do something this year. It's been way, way too long since we were in the wind column. since we had a winning season, way too long. Okay. I'm out.
1: Yeah, you know, that phone number is not my number. We, uh, All we do is put this out, and that's one of the avenues that used to be available, but it's not anymore, evidently, but we don't have anything to do with that phone number. So the Internet is the only way we do our thing. I, I don't have any other ideas, really. Me, I don't. Maybe Randy does, because <laughs> I'm just a talking head, brother. And thanks for the props and the love. Every time you call, hopefully you'll be able to hook up with the Internet somehow. Uh, must be uh, pretty tough there in Conrad. Uh, you can't be getting on the Facebook <laughs> or nothing else. That's brutal, brother. Well, have a good summer, man. Hopefully you can get a hook up to the Raider Nation podcast somehow, man. Uh, good luck and thank you. And our next caller, my very good brother, Raider Jaime. This guy's positive through any time, but it's a good time to be positive. What's
5: up, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, what's going on? Raider Hyman calling out of Bakersfield. Hey, man, um, we got Derek, man. We got the cars in the house, baby. Bakersfield representing. What's up, man? I'm fucking happy about that shit, dude. I mean, dude, Bakersfield, bro, is Raider country, and now we got one, you know, a son, of Bakersfield representing Oakland. That's the shit, dog. You know, thing is that he's for the future, but hey, we're the fucking seen the light of the tunnel, baby. And you know what? It, it's working. I like what um Dennis Allen has been doing. Man, what he what he did in minicamp, bringing over fucking. Tom Flores and Howie and I think Raymond Chester was there too, but the thing is that that that, that hits me the most is he he told them at the unit, this is who you represent when you put that uniform on. And man that's man, that's right there, dude. I don't think the last four or five coaches, I don't think they they ever identified that to the squad that they were coaching. And I think Dennis, that took him a couple of years, but I think he's he's getting the right stuff, man, to lead us to glory again, man. And I'm just fucking fired up, man. I'm going to be out there for a couple of games this year. Can't wait to see you guys, man. Season's almost here. It's going to be four weeks of fucking misery, but hey, before you know it, training camp is, is going to be here, and man, the, the future's going to look bright for us. I'm fired up, Raider Greg. Yeah, everybody should be fired up and proud, man. I'm out. Yeah, man. Our team's looking
1: good. I'd be pumped up, too. And this is just the beginning, man. Wait till we start to surprise all those frowning eyes. You know those people that don't believe uh, what's going to happen, man. I'm telling you, we have too much talent. Alan's here for three. The system's here for three. It's time to see some results and I truly believe we will, man. Thanks for the call. Always good, brother. And our next caller is the Raider Junkie. <laughs> RJ from East Whittier. What's going on, brother?
9: Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is uh, RJ from East Whittier, the Raider Junkie. Hey, just calling in real quick. Just found out that the Oakland A's has signed a lease for 10 more years can't believe that shit. We're gonna be playing on dirt for 10 years Come on. Mr. Davis, please or Mayor Kwong or dong or whatever your name is, please girl get your head out of your butt Let's make some moves at least let us do something so we can move on man. We got to do something, either get our own stadium or I hope they don't move anywhere. I would really love for them to just stay right there in Oakland, man. I don't want them down here, even though I'm right here in L.A., but I'd rather keep them up there from the humble beginnings where they started. That's where they need to stay, always in Oakland, man. So anyway, as far as that uh, stadium you know, situation is going, uh, keep us updated on that. I just hope uh, you know, they can stay there and find some way to – I don't know, get their own stadium, but uh, play on this dirt. <laughs> Boy, I'm getting tired of this going to every September, maybe October now, playing on dirt. That's too many games, man. We need our own. And let's see if we can get some kind of partition, some something going, man. The fans really got to get into this. Cause this is bullshit, man. We got to get our own stadium, man, or, or something, because uh, they really got to straighten this shit out. You know, at the end of this season, what's what? They're going to keep us in limbo? Uh, hopefully by the end of the season we'll hear something. But anyway, shout-out to everybody out there in Blogland. Let's keep the love going, all right? Shout-out to Mikey. Glad you're back on. Great to have you back. Um, I couldn't wait to have you guys back on. So uh, just keep up the good work. And, uh, hey, let's go Raider Nation, baby. Can't wait. One one month of football, and we're going to be going at it. Just hope the new rookies, everybody, just stays clean. The team doesn't get any kind of media, you know, uh, CUI or getting in a bar fight stuff. Let's hope that uh, they keep a clear head, keep it at home, you know, stay with the family, stay with your good friends, You know who you roll with. So uh, let's see what happens. Hey, Raider Greg, greater, Andy, Raider Nation, I'm out.
1: Yeah, I saw that too. Ten-year lease. You know what I think, man? I think the Warriors are gone. I think they might put a ballpark there. Who knows? They might put a baseball field right there where the Oracle Arena stands today so you never know what kind of deal going down i do want to keep the raiders in oakland it'd be a foolish mistake to let that team go the city is very short-sighted because the tax revenue from all this construction will build their coffers up beyond belief they can put city parking they you know listen they just have to do it that's all Whoever is doing it, they better get it done because the city will shrink up and blow away without this franchise in town. That's a fact, Jack. So, thank you for the call, brother. Very good. All positive stuff. The Raiders have been clean. No news. No bad news. They try to make it bad news. (laughs) But there ain't none. So, the Raiders are staying clean, doing their thing, man. Well, that is it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. It is the summer. Have fun. Be good human beings. You know what I mean by that, because the Raider Nation just rolls that way. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.